Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio. Welcome back to MBS Fitness Radio. I am here with two of our uh, clients, Chantel and Autumn. Um, and this, our topic for this month is talking about fitness as a family value and how to implement it uh, as, as a family unit. And so Chantel has been training here. How long have you been training at MBS? Two years now, this month. Okay, very cool. And Chantel has also brought her daughters here to train with us. So um, it's been a really kind of cool experience for us to kind of watch um, you implement that and share that with, with your daughters. And so today, that's, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Cool? All right. So Chantel, give us kind of the background um, and your fitness journey. Like how did you get started? What brought you to MBS? All that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, um, I met Angie about... 10 years ago okay. uh, at Wolf River, and I just happened to Facebook her one day, and I said, I think it was her birthday, and I told her that I missed um, working out, and she said, well, come on over to MBS, so that's how I, I started. I came, and we had I had a little slow um, transition into it, but once I got used to it, I, I became more you know open to, to the actual journey of things. Very cool. So you used yeah. to work out. Way back in the day with Angie. That's right. Okay, awesome. Um, and then talk to us a little bit about kind of how you got your dollars involved. Um, just being here and the environment, seeing that everyone is so positive. Um, my uh, With Autumn, her dad, we got her into quite a few martial arts. Mm-hmm. And her dad liked that I was doing the CrossFit. And so he wanted us to try to get Autumn into CrossFit. And uh, Angie said, you know, at the time she was too young to be in the actual class. So yep. we, she um, gave me the suggestion of the personal training. So that's what we did. We did uh, started Autumn off with personal training. And uh, Leia, I got her involved because it was just pressing on me that, it, you know, it's important to work out and to be, be fit. And I think, you know, I was thinking that if they got involved with it, sooner than I did, then, you know, the likelihood of them sticking with it would be greater than if they didn't start at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to get those habits set up early. Yes. How old are you, Autumn? Um, I'm eight, but I'm going to turn nine next month. Awesome. And how old is Leia? (laughs) Leia is 21. Okay. Very cool. And then I have Lainey in too. Yes. And how old is Lainey? She's 17. That's right. Okay. So you got all three rocking and rolling. Mm -hmm. Um. So Autumn, kind of talk to us a little bit about how you got started. Uh, did you play sports? No, I didn't really play sports. Um, I did taekwondo okay, and then judo at the time. And then earlier this year, I got into jiu-jitsu. Nice. And what do you like about martial, uh, martial arts? Well, first of all, the instructors are very nice. And I just really like the training and stuff because it's really f- like fun to um like spar and stuff like that what do you like about sparring well it actually gives me the chance to actually like hit them <laughs> <laughs> very cool so it's kind of like an opportunity to to practice the things that you were um, learning and also maybe the chance to kind of like get a little aggression out yeah, basically. Cool. <laughs> and what do you like about doing the training here at MBS Fitness? Well, 
it really, like my mom said, it really gives me a start so then I could um, later in the future, I could probably keep on coming here mm -hmm. and I could just keep on having the habit of working out. Yeah. Why is that important to you? Because first, I really don't want to like go like, well, it's kind of hard for me to explain. It's okay. Take your time. What are some of the things that you like about training? Uh, I really like my coach because she's really nice. And what are some of the accomplishments that you've made since you've been at MBS? Well, I really didn't really do anything at home with otherwise than Taekwondo and Judo. So that really gave me the chance of keeping myself busy. Gotcha. So it was like it's something to, to keep you active yeah. and it's uh, fun and engaging and, and helps you be fit. Very cool. She likes showing mom her muscles. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Can you see, can you feel yourself making improvements? Like, you can, can you tell you've improved since you first started? Yeah, I could really tell. <coughs> are there specific movements that you can tell? Like, how, like, what are the things you've seen yourself kind of get better at? Like, when I run, I can see that I go a little bit, like, faster. Mm. And... Remember you told me about the kettlebell swings? Oh, yeah. I think I've really gotten better at those since I started them. Very cool. So you, you like you say better, do you feel, you feel like you're doing more weight or they're just easier to do or you understand it and are more coordinated with it, all the above? Yeah, like all the above. Very cool. That's awesome. Um, Chantel, what... What's kind of the feedback you've gotten from your daughters as, as they've kind of started engaging this? Like, what has been the family conversations? Um, with Lainey, she did track. Mm -hmm. And so she, and she's my more active mm -hmm. child just naturally. And so she actually today said, I'm just, I feel mm -hmm. so much better when yeah. I work out. Um, Leia, the same thing. I think it's helped her with her confidence. Yeah. Um, just, you know, being able to do things that maybe she thought that she couldn't do. Um, or even just being able to do something that maybe she wasn't able to do and, and now she can do it. Yeah. Um, and with Autumn, I, I enjoy it myself, just watching her. It yeah. makes me feel accomplished, too, as a parent yeah. that I'm able to instill that, you know, importance of fitness because I didn't have that growing up. Yeah. So um, I learned it later on in life, and, and I'm just happy that I have – the ability and the opportunity to provide it for my kids. Yeah. 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 I think with, um, like one of the nice things about the benefits of training is it's very objective progress. I mean, there's, right. a, there's definitely subjective progress as well. Right. <clears throat> I feel better. Right. You know, I have more confidence. Um, those things can be somewhat kind of hard to measure, but there's objective progress. We say I did two more push-ups. Right. Or I did this faster. I did this, you know, more weight. Right. And when you can see the objective progress, what there's in life, it's sometimes hard to find things where you can measure progress objectively like that. Right. And so in the gym, you can. Exactly. And so it does do a good job of like providing people with a sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. and purpose. And um, yeah, it builds your confidence in other areas. It does. 
and and that's the thing with um to me with being here is more like I feel like it's a holistic fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, you you come in, you have um, an environment that's positive, people encouraging you because you know you worry about going to gyms and people looking at you and um, stuff like that. But you don't get that here. And um, also too, you have the options for the nutrition, yep. um, just all those things. Uh, I I feel I don't know, I feel like a family here. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Uh, what are some of the, the your most um, favorite accomplishments that you've made? Like what sticks out in your mind? <laughs> For me, um, I like deadlifting, and I've, I feel that I've come quite a good ways for me with, with deadlifting. Um, even with running, um, <laughs> lately I haven't been able to do it as much because of my back. But when I first came, I could barely run 100 meters. Right. And then I got to where I could do a half a mile at home. Wow. I mean, I know it's not a lot, but <laughs> it was a big accomplishment. It's a accomplishment. lot in comparison. Yeah. I think that's kind of the the thing that people could take away from that. Is, right. I mean, there, there's, there's always more you can do. <laughs> right. right. You can always go farther, lift more, go faster. Like, that's a kind of infinite spectrum mm-hmm. upward, right? But when you measure, like, hey, I, I couldn't even run 100 meters. Right. And now I'm running eight times that. Right. You know, that's a pretty huge accomplishment. Yeah. And and also, too, with my endurance, mm-hmm. I can definitely tell a difference with my endurance since I've been here. So just like riding the, the assault bike. Yeah. If you told me to do 30 minutes like last year this time, I would have been like, no, <laughs> there's no way. So um, those things make me feel good about myself, too. What's been the carryover into like the day-to-day life? Oh, you know, I didn't even realize how bad I I had gotten. But now, like just doing my, my normal routine, I can, you know, I, I, I just household stuff used to tire me out. I don't yeah. even think about that anymore. Yeah. Like it's, it's helped me in many ways. It's helped my confidence, my, you know, with, with me. Um, it's helped me. Just like I said about my own kids, just feel that, okay, you know, if I stick to this, I can accomplish my ultimate or my one of my goals because yeah. I feel like fitness is an ongoing journey. Yeah. So um, it, it has helped me in those ways. Very cool. That's yeah. Awesome. What, um, how did you approach this subject with your kids? Like, how did you talk to them about, hey, I want you to start exercising at the gym and how'd that go? With, um, with Leia, actually with both Leia and uh, Lainey, we ha- you had a family day here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring your kids. So I brought them. Yeah. And they were like, oh, wow, mom, this is really cool. And then f- I think for them to see me doing it, they, they probably didn't think that I, you know, w- was doing that type of work. Right. And so um, that was how I got them in. So it wasn't really like a conversation. It was more or less I felt that if they actually got to experience it. Yeah then they would be more open to um, to coming in to working out. Very to cool. see, to, you know, just to see the environment because they they were worried about, oh, you know, like I said, I don't want anybody looking at me or, you know, weird people because we've encountered those <laughs> things too at, at other gyms. Yeah. But um, but that, that opened the door for my kids. With Autumn, she came with me. Okay. So she saw it. Yeah. And she um, – so that's how she was. She was ready for action. She said, she shared with me. She said, um, 
my favorite days of the of the week is on my CrossFit days. That's awesome. Yeah. So she loves it. She loves Cheyenne and uh, Brandon has done wonders. Angie, just everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Autumn, um, <clears throat> how do you feel like watching your mom work out? How does that make you feel? <laughs> well, it makes me feel better because, well, I really get to see that she is really active now because she really, it looks like she's really having a fun time because all the people here are really nice. Yeah. What is, uh, you feel proud of your mom when you see her like working hard and, and doing all that? Yeah. Does it make it easier for you to then go and work hard when it kind of becomes like, I see my mom doing it and, and so now I can do it as well? Yeah, it kind of gives me like inspiration. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> How's that feel? Um, makes me tear up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think people, um, I mean, people know, but I mean, even as a parent, like, I, I think sometimes you don't truly know kind of uh, the impact of your actions ha- ha- have right. on your kids. And, um, the reality is, like, they're watching every single thing that you do. They do. And, um, you know, it, it can be tough. It can be uh, it can be uh, tough to schedule and tough to, 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 to budget for it. But um, when you're taking care of your body and you're exercising, and they get to see you do that. I, I right. think that's um, one thing I love about the gym is when people can, like, bring their kids kids can watch mom and dad like getting after like it's one thing we, i love about murph because murph is like hey bring your whole family like there's a reason we have men pops right. we want you to bring your kids because we want our your we want your kids to see you doing hard things in a big community right because they'll your kids are going to naturally mimic your behavior and if from birth if from a, a young age that's just kind of what they're used to they're just used to seeing adults get together, pushing each other, giving each other high fives, doing hard things, sweating, lifting weights, pushing themselves. Then that becomes normal. Right. And when then when that's normal, that's easy to maintain. It's like we're just, you're creating these habits. Like like you said, Autumn, you know, you're you're thinking in the future, like, I want to do this for a long time because I see the benefits of it, right? <clears throat> and so the tough part is if, is if kids don't get to see any of that. That's they right. never see their parents uh, exercising, and they never see their, their parents pushing themselves or not see them you know, do it in a, in a group of people. <clears throat> well, then when that child is now 20, 30, 40. Right. And we're like, well, hey, we got to start doing some exercise. That can be a harder sell because they're like, this is weird. Like, <laughs> this sucks. Or, and they're just not right. used to seeing it at all, you know? Right. So I think that's huge that you were able to kind of, one, you said, I'm, I'm going to lead by example. Exactly. And then you said, hey, hey guys, follow my lead. Yes. Come, let's, let's go do this together. Right. I mean, I, I wish that I had done it sooner with my older kids, but I'm happy that we got there. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's just that, you know, you, it's a learning experience, and so I feel that, yes, you know, you you know you should exercise, and it's important to be fit, and even with working in the health field, it's almost like I see this every day. I yeah. work in a nursing home. I see patients my age laid yeah. up in, in a facility, stroked out. I see people in their 50s and 60s, and, you know, 
I'm like, I don't want to be laid up in a bed at that age. Right. I mean, I'm not there yet, but I don't, I just, I don't want that to happen to me. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for, um, Angie answering my, my post that day and for coming here. It, it's helped me a lot. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, kind of like you said, it's like, if you don't know, you don't know. Right. So I, it can be kind of a hard selling point to some people because, uh, I'm 36, and so my peers are kind of in their 30s and 40s, and mm-hmm. they got young kid, kids, and they're busy, and and you know, trying to get convince someone like, hey, get in a cold tub, right. or don't wear shoes, or go and sweat a bunch, and like get on this assault bike and <clears throat> crank it out as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. That's such a monumental gap <laughs> for so right. many people to, to, to bridge. And they're just kind of like, that sounds miserable. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're just not aware of like how bad they feel because they haven't felt good how and, good they could that's feel. That's right. To me, I'd rather suffer my own way now yeah. than to suffer that way later. 100%. To me, the, the investment financially that I'm putting into myself and my kids is way cheaper than paying a $100,000 hospital bill. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd, I'd much rather do it to myself this way than the other way. Yeah, I put a post today that it was the average uh, couple retiring this year can expect $315,000 in medical expenses. Wow. But I did the math, and that's equivalent to 75 years of group training at MBS Fitness for both of them. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the average age of retirement is 67. The average age of death is 77. You're talking in 10 years accumulating $315,000 of medical exp- right. uh, costs, which is equal to 75 years it's of crazy. group training. It's so crazy. I just got my point. was like, so if you think you can't afford it, like, you're paying for it either on the front end or the back end, but the right. cost is there either way. So you can either pay for it on the front end, mm-hmm. enjoy the benefits of a healthy fit body, or on the back end, you're <laughs> going to be forced to pay it. You are. Because the other option is just, like I said, you either stroke out and sit in a, and sit in a <laughs> facility where people take care of you, or you stroke out and just get tossed to the side and die. So, right. You know, I, I think, um, do you think being in the medical field – made it harder to kind of see some of that stuff? Do you feel like uh, you're just around it every day that you kind of like stop thinking about it? Because I think like the first time I, you probably go into a nursing home, you're like, oh my gosh. But if you've done it for 10 years, you probably don't think anything. Right. And I've been in that area of nursing for 13 years. Yeah. So I think it kind of does. You get kind of conditioned to it. And then also too, working in healthcare is really not, I mean, you have to really work at being fit because it's not conducive. Yeah. I mean, you the hours. The hours are tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just... It's so ironic that, you know, you're working in an an area where you're supposed to help take care of people, but you can't take care of, I mean, it's hard to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I also feel that society has been conditioned to um, accepting that as we age, that these are the, this is the way that it's going to go when it does not have to go that way. And to be honest with you, I've, I've actually um, thought about it more that way since I've been here. And I think, you know, like you said, when you don't realize how bad off you are until you come and work out and you feel better, and you're like, wow, I was, because that's how I felt. I was like, ooh, I was pretty bad off. Yeah. But um, 
but yeah, I just, I think you do get kind of conditioned to it. Yeah. Hoppy and I were talking about this today and I think there's kind of this sentiment. They're like, well, you know, just, when you get older, your body breaks down. Right. <clears throat> I was kind of like, yes, it does. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no, there's no escaping that. Right. Right. Your body's going to break down and it's going to degrade with age. Aging occurs. That's right. The real question is really twofold. At what age does that occur? <laughs> and then over what time period does that occur? Right. Because for most people, that's going to occur about 50. Mm-hmm. And it's going to go on to about 80. Right. And so at 50, <laughs> you're going to have, oh my, I got my knees hurt. I've got this back pain or, <laughs> you know, I got, I got, um, I'm hypertensive and I've got, uh, I'm pre-diabetic and you just kind of like right. this slow degradation. And then like maybe in your sixties, you have a little, uh, heart issue that pops up. Uh, and then in your seventies, <clears throat> you have uh, something kind of major pops up and then you spend basically, you can't take care of yourself. Right. You know, you don't have the strength to get up off the toilet or, or to, if you, to, to get yourself off the ground. And so mm-hmm. from 70 something to 80 something, you spend it in a nursing home where someone has to feed you and wipe you and take care of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like this 30 years of this kind of slow, gradual decline. Yeah. That is the case if, like, you don't do anything. Right. right? That's right. Now, the flip flop of that, the other potentials, like, you're still going to see degradation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it just might happen at 100 and occur over, like, a three-month period. Right. <laughs> you're like, you were rocking and rolling, you're fine, all of a sudden something happened, and then you went downhill and died. Right. It's like, between those two, <clears throat> I'd rather get 100 years of, like, or even, like, 80 years. Let's say you, you die at the same age of 80. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have 80 years of, like, being pretty That's functional right. mm-hmm. and then just... Drop dead. Exactly. Versus having 30 years of like this. A slow death. A slow death, <laughs> which is like what most people are going to have. Exactly. You know? um, so I think that's, that's, like that's what most people aren't quite aware of the two options there. No, they're and not. It, it's like you're not spending any, unless you're spending time in a, in a nursing facility where you're seeing that, like you wouldn't mm-hmm. have any awareness of it. And then unfortunately, like, once you finally have some awareness of it, it's somewhat too late. Like when you're like, oh, I'm one of these people. It's exactly. Like, it's kind of too late at that point. And what kind of, what got me is like, okay, I've been a nurse 16 years. I've spent 13 years in a facility. So when you see your patients change, like they're getting younger and younger and younger. Yeah. And sicker and sicker and sicker in such, I mean, 16 years is not very long yeah. to see Okay, yeah, uh, you know, grandma, grandpa, they're here, 70, 80 years old, to my brother is here, my sister, my cousin, their parents are coming in to take care of them. Mm. I mean, it's just... So you're seeing people in their, like, 60s and 50s popping in. And what's the the kind of, what's the facility? It's a skill... It's a skilled nursing facility. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing people in their 50s and 60s having to go to a skilled nursing facility. Yes. Mm Yeah. What's the kind of tip, most common reasons for that? Stroke. Stroke. Yeah. Uh, they, diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah poor uh, cardiovascular yes. health. They have some type of um, um, cardiovascular issue. Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. very poorly managed diabetes. Yes. A lot. Congestive heart failure. Yeah. See a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, okay, well, this would be helpful <laughs> for people maybe. Um, what does life in a skilled nursing facility look like if you're a 50-year-old who had congestive heart failure? What's a day what's a day look like? It's sad. I mean, like you said, you're de- if you're not able to get up, you're dependent on staff. You think about just think about healthcare right now. I mean, you, we don't have healthcare workers. So you're you're basically you have to wait to be taken care of. Wait you, for your turn. Wait for your turn. Um and then you, you think about a fifty year old who has their faculties. Yeah. But they just physically can't do anything. Yeah. And they see this all <coughs> day long. They don't have people there many people their age. Yeah. You have a lot of demented um individuals in there. And so it's very it's emotionally Draining. Draining. It's it's sad for them. It's just it's just really not, not the way I want to end up. <laughs> I guess is there ever any mention of like, I wish I had done X Y Z or, like, because even if you've had congestive heart failure, I mean, <laughs> or, or have mismanaged diabetes, there's I mean. There's progress that could be made. You could start exercising. It would be but, difficult, but you could make progress. You know, you have people in there that they want to make the change. They want to do better, but that's rare. Yeah. You have people that refuse therapy, refuse to exercise, refuse yeah. care. Um, maybe it has to do with their disease process or mm-hmm. they're angry yeah. at what happened. Um, but very rarely, unless they come come into the facility specifically for rehab yeah very rarely do you see anybody leave to go home and yeah. live life they're they're yeah. normal yeah they don't they don't go they don't get you don't get out like that check in don't check out that's right do um is there any acknowledgement of like uh self-responsibility <laughs> not i mean no, I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. No, I mean I, I don't. I don't see it really. No, I, 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 no. There, there's not. And then you know, it's almost like it's hard to even talk to people like that because they feel like they get defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So very defensive. Oh yeah. So it's it is hard to deal with with those types of and sometimes they're so rude and uh, just just hard to to work with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's the uh, another aspect that is sometimes not taken into to consideration is the mental aspect of taking care of your body. Right. Kind of builds this sense of sense of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you get to see like I do X, Y, Z. I take X action and Y uh, result is, is, is the uh, output, right? Right. I do X, I get Y. Right. And so you, and now sometimes there's a tough reality behind that because you're like, crap, I just realized <laughs> I did X and I got Y. Right. Which was not a good, I did something bad and got a bad outcome, right? Right. But there's like, you kind of build this sense of, okay, well, I'm somewhat in control of what my body's going to feel like and perform like and kind of do all that kind of stuff. Right. And there's, there's, um, of course, there's always the, hey, like, there's, you could just have something that happened but statistically <laughs> the chances that happen are right. much lower if right. you're stacking the things in your favor that's right but um if you're if you're never engaging in that and 
unfortunately, a lot of times I feel like the medical field does a poor job of describing things people mm-hmm. to people in a um, causal basis. Right. In other words, they don't go like, hey, you have diabetes. And the reason you have diabetes is because you have a poor diet and because you're not doing this. Now, the result of your poor diet and your lack of exercise is going to be that this is going to happen to you. Exactly. <clears throat> they just say, uh, well, you're pre-diabetic. And so uh, we're going to have to put you, or you have your diabetes, and we're going to have to put you on this medication. You're going to have to start taking this medication. Mm-hmm. And so then the person kind of builds this sense of like, well, my body's just this broken thing. And right. I can't do anything about it, and it's not my fault. <clears throat> I need my doctor to help me fix it. <clears throat> yeah, my doctor said, and, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, then what you see is, is people who <clears throat> are not willing to necessarily take responsibility. Right. And they do get defensive when you're like, if you say like, well, you, you're, you're in here because of your choices and you're like, oh, they don't want to hear that. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> See, the power of that is like you're in here because of your choices. So guess what? You can change. That's right. Your situation by making different choices. Exactly. And and that's um, I'm a pretty honest person with myself. And so I but I think, you know, just not dealing with it for so long kind of put me in, in the situation I'm in trying to get fit. Mm-hmm. But um, being here has helped me with my mental fitness yeah. too. I mean, working out and just realizing that, hey, this is a process yeah. and I'm not going to fix it overnight. Yeah. It, it has helped me a lot. So, um, you know, it's hard when you, when you're faced with people like that, it's sad. You know, you, you see people that you know could possibly turn it around. Yeah. But like you said, they, they don't want to accept that they are the problem. Yeah. Like you have on the, the wall, I think it says, I am my own, my, uh, what does it say out there in the gym? I am my, my, I am something about my, I can't remember exactly. Uh, where? It's right there at the back of the gym. There's, I am my own. I am my own worst enemy, or something like okay, that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And I was like, well, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We have to treat ourselves. We have to talk to ourselves positively. I'm working on that. Angie has helped me a lot with that, and you know, get out of our own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that we can do what we need to do to be fit. Yeah, it's a it's a process. <clears throat> you know, I think um, one of, one of the benefits of the longer you're, you're in this, the better perspective it gives you. Right. In other words, like once you've been doing it for 10 years, you have a 10 year perspective. Right. Once you're doing 20 for your 20 years, you have a 20 years perspective. That's difficult if you've only been in it for three months. Right. Right. <clears throat> so it's like the longer you're in it, the more patient you can be. So it's like, once you've done it for 10 years, you're like, well, if it takes me six months to, to accomplish this goal, or you set a goal and you're like, um, okay, I'm seeing progress. It's probably going to take me six months or a year. Like you've got this 10-year perspective that makes you go like, okay, well, that's not that long. Don't right. It's take me six months to hit this goal? Sweet. Well, right. You know? <laughs> but if you've only been doing it for six months. Right. And then you set a goal of like six, that's going to take you six months. Sometimes that, that can kind of be overwhelming. Yes. And so it like kind of builds this. It, 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 if you can stick with it, it builds this level of kind of patience and humility. Mm-hmm. Like, 
yeah, like I said, the road ahead is infinite. Right. Like I can always <laughs> set a higher goal. And and when once you kind of have an acceptance of like, all right, but I'm going to be traveling down this road forever. Exactly. In other words, like the fact that this goal may take me a while doesn't distract me from the goal because I know if I'm 36, I'm probably going to live to be 100. Or, oh, cool, cool. I've got uh, whatever that comes out to 50 60. or 64 more years. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, I got 64 more years to kind of like walk down this road, right? I exactly. got a long time to walk down this road. <laughs> right. Um, that can help with kind of that patience that occurs with, I'm not where I want to be, but eventually I'll get there. Exactly. And and, and it helped me too, you know, because I, I used um, exercise before as like a short-term fix. And so changing my mentality from like, oh, I need to lose weight to, no, I need to stay active um, so that I can be here for my kids, my grandkids or whatever the case may be. I I want to want to be here. And I, and I, like I said, you know, with, with autumn and my, my other two kids, I want it to be a part of who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's what I want. Autumn, um, do other girls or, or, or boys your age, are they exercising or, um, what, what, what's kind of the communication between you and your friends about fitness and health? Uh, a lot of the people in my class do like cons- cross country or like track. Okay. And I don't like some of the boys and girls in my class do like soccer. Okay. So they're playing some sports. Um, I don't really. Do y'all talk about health and fitness at all? Not really. No, it's not. A, it's not a conversation that occurs. No, not okay. Really, that's I, if it's ideally. Well, the thing with kids is like it's just kind of part of who you are. So you don't have to convince kids to be active. That's just right. Put them in a playground <laughs> and they're going to run around. So, mm-hmm. um, that's I think it's almost kind of a good thing that they're not sitting there worried about. It. It's just like, right. Just do it. <laughs> Why are we talking about it? We just do it. <clears throat> What's kind of the uh, communication been from your daughters? Like, uh, um, back to you or. Like how has the family dynamic changed at all since y'all have all started exercising together? Well, like um, with Lainey, you know, she comes and she trains with Brandon. Um, I'm hoping that we, we started slow with her once a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that she will, because trying to get her into coming to the CrossFit classes to see yeah, that, yeah. that everybody is open and yeah. friendly and stuff like that. And, like a little I said, a bit of um, maybe a hesitancy to, to get into the group yes, stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. you know she's seventeen, so yeah. she's you know a little conscious about yeah. stuff. So, um, but just hearing her today, you know, say you know I, I really felt good about working out yeah. today, and she was talking to her friends. That's so awesome. I mean, I, I, I that makes me feel good. Seeing Autumn, I can tell that she has improved. Yeah. You know, just we she started in December. And with Cheyenne and, you know, just seeing her movements, like with the hang power cleans and um, the kettlebell swings, her running, just all of that. She sleeps good, (laughs) you know, so it helps overall. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Autumn, have you felt uh, improvements in your martial arts? Uh, Yes, because I've gotten... They have, like, belts in there. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten, like, higher belts 
in there. So that's how, like, we do, like, testing. Mm-hmm. So they tell us if we, like, passed it or not. Very cool. And you feel like the training you've been doing has helped you in those areas? Yes. Very cool. How so? Well, it's helped me because, well, in here, I kind of feel like we do, like, everything in here. So kind of, like, flexibility. Okay. And, like, strength. So I have, like, other stuff I could do in there. So I could do, like, um, so, like, I could train in there and then some, someone could, like, try to kidnap me or something. <laughs> I could have, like, more strength to do it. I like it. Harder to kill. That's a good yeah. goal. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've noticed it, too. Like, we, we just started with the jujitsu, yeah. And so I saw, I can tell that she, her, just like her base is strong and she does judo so that helps too but i could tell that autumn has improved that's awesome yeah very cool uh have y'all have you like how has it changed like your nutrition at all like uh, as a mom who's kind of prepping food for the kids has it made it easier to to eat better i know my kids getting them to eat certain foods is like yeah we're still working that's a work in progress we you know we laney eats well she'll eat really well autumn we're, we're working on it you know just getting her used to certain foods yeah. and stuff like that yeah. but um try and do better in that area with it but it is like on my brain yeah whereas before i didn't really you're consciously aware yes. of it, trying to make yes decisions. yes <clears throat> and is that something you communicate to your kids and so how do you do it yes well like just recently with talking with angie she was like just talk to your kids and tell them like this is the plan and this is how we're gonna do it and you know you all pick a day that maybe if you want to eat out a day or two that yeah. you're going to do it, do it, plan it versus just winging it. Right. Yeah. I said, yes. this is the day. Hey, Saturdays, Friday nights or Saturdays is when we go out and have stuff. Other exactly. Than that, outside that. that we right. Do. That's like what we do for our kids is, um, we have like a little goal board. It's like, they get stars. It's oh. like where they're at now. It's like, did you put your clothes on? Did you finish your breakfast? Did you oh. clean up after yourself? That kind of stuff. So they, they get to earn stars. And at the end of the week, if they earn enough stars, mm-hmm. then they get uh, their choice of treat. <clears throat> so okay. it could be ice cream. It could be candy. It could be uh, a toy. It's, it's, it's whatever they want. It's what the, And that's how they earn it. Right. And we have incorporated <clears throat> more like vegetables and yeah. fruit and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we try to... Um, we try to like give them opportunities to eat the 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 stuff that we're eating. We we'll say, "Hey, you guys, just try it. You know, try it. Earn right. a star. Yeah. You know, it may be like, yeah. You know, let's say we have. Um, <laughs> usually, they'll eat like steak and rice or chicken and stuff. But sometimes they're just like won't eat anything other than macaroni and cheese. Right. But um, like, we won't give them like juice or ice cream or candy. They don't get that. Except for special occasions, no. I ask for it, and we'll say like, "Hey, like we don't get, hey, we don't get juice except we don't get juice at, at birthdays." Or we might say, um, "Hey, man, if you want some ice cream, like you just got earned enough stars. You know, on Sundays, if you earned your stars, you get you get ice cream." Yeah. And uh, I think you know, as a parent, sometimes you got to build up a pretty uh, tough exterior shell of saying no. You do. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> You know, because they're, like, very persistent. Oh, yes, they are. Once it's on the brain, that's... 
that's what they think about. I think once you've like set that guideline of like, right. Hey, these only, this doesn't happen except for this time. What we found is like that shuts down a lot of the asks. Right. Cause it's not like the answer is not just no, it's no, no, no. We only, we don't get juice at my birthdays or no, no, no. Like ice cream is on Sundays, bud. And they're like, I want now. You're like, well, you can't have it now because we only eat it on Sundays. Okay. So if you earn enough stars, you'll get it on Sunday. And then they, they're not going, why, why? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because that's how, you know, it's because that's the rules that they understand that's already been kind right. of put and in place. Exactly. And so, and then you keep it consistent. Yeah. And so that helps with, with the kids too. And, you know, like, and even just with being here too, and I feel so bad even saying this, but certain things that I thought were healthy, you know, I realize now, I'm like, oh, those were not healthy things. <laughs> I mean, you know, so you just, it's like I said, it's a learning process. So if you talk to my mom, then she's <laughs> like, she's like, I feel so bad because I like sent you to, I sent you to school with Lunchables like all the time. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. she, yo, I can try that. Okay. Um, I think like one of the key, I think one of the keys is because like we definitely did not eat very healthy options. Like there's a big difference between the food I feed my kids and the food I ate. Right. Like I remember when we ate oh my gosh. all the sugary cereals, we had all the pop tarts, the Lunchables. I mean, used to eat Gushers like, and I'd eat a box of Gushers in like two days. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> but we were just like, extremely active. Right. You know, we played it. We played outside a lot. And that's where it hurts kids more now because they're not, you know, they get all those things and they get to sit in front of a TV or a tablet or something. Yeah. It's like, you can, you can get away with it a bit as a kid. (laughs) It's not like, it's not healthy for you. No. From a caloric standpoint, it's like, you're going to burn it off. So. Right. (laughs) You're not going to get really any nutrients from it, but you're going to burn the (laughs) calories off. Right. But if you're not, uh, if you're active, but if you're not, uh, if you're not active enough, and there that becomes the issue is that you're consuming more calories than you're burning. Mm-hmm. This is cause you to, to to gain weight, um, which can you know set you up in the long run for for issues, especially if it's occurring you know younger in life. That's right. So, like the younger in life, you can you can learn good habits, right? From a nutritional standpoint and from an exercise standpoint, the better off you are. Exactly. And I, I was telling Angie, um, I'm in school, and so I, you know, I'm learning. I, I did uh, pathophysiology last semester, and just reading about coronary artery disease, and they talk about how it starts in at you know childhood. And yeah. I was like, oh my god! I mean, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think about yeah. it like that? I mean, it it just is scary, and that kind of really set me, you know, too, with being, you know. Focusing more on nutrition and yeah. and exercise and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'd love to kind of end on that. Maybe you okay. can share your advice to people. It's like, okay, you're a mother of three. Yes. You're working full time. Yeah. You're also going to school. Yes. <laughs> but you're finding time to prioritize health and fitness. Yes. So maybe share some advice to people. This can, this can be one from like a mindset standpoint. And then also maybe too, from a logistical standpoint, like how you do all that. Well, um, I would say, you know, if you think about it, like you said, you, you want to build habits if you don't already already have those and you, you know, want to start off maybe small. Um, Cause I, I did, I started off coming maybe once or twice a week. 
um, and build off of that. And it becomes something that you look forward to. And then when you think about the benefits for you, you think about how that would also impact your family, your kids, um, or in your loved ones. And, you know, I, I just feel that if you really teach them, like you said, as, as a, at a young age, then it would become a part of who they are. Yeah. So I do it. I just, to be honest with you, I, I just focus a lot. I am focusing a lot on that right now. Yeah. That's my priority. So that those are the things that I put my time into, my fitness for my kids and for myself. Um, what have you had to give up to do that? Well, I mean, we've given up, like, sometimes we don't, we may miss a birthday party or something. Yeah. You know, we, we just, because it's that important, um, I've I've given up my own, a lot of my own personal time. Yeah. But I feel that it's worth the investment. Um, I'm not, I, I work from home now, so that's okay. helped me quite a bit. Ah, but no. I do work full time. So yeah. I, I, it has helped me with being able to juggle all of, uh, all of that. But, um, yeah, I would definitely say it's worth the investment because yeah, the return is just, yeah. it's priceless. hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for coming on the MBS fitness uh, radio podcast. Thank you for having us. Thanks Autumn. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> all right, y'all MBS fitness radio out. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.